0: Hello, friends. You're listening to the Coffee and Book Podcast. I'm your host, Scott. I hope all of you are doing well. We have a lot to talk about in today's episode. Uh, most importantly, I wanted to get a few things out of the way. This format is going to be different than my other podcasts. I've changed things up a bit, and I wanted to start it off with this series, uh, Dragon Ball Volume 1. Uh, most importantly, though, if you're new here, hi, hit the subscribe button. My name's Scott. I like to read all kinds of different books, manga, regular books, anything you recommend. You can feel free to email me at Scott, S-C-O-T-T, Bernstein, B-E-R-N-S-T-E-I-N, 16, at yahoo.com. If you're ever interested in hearing what, or wanting to email me or see what I'm reading currently, I typically read about two or three books at the same time, and then I alternate what I talk about. In today's episode, we're talking about a manga that is very beloved to me because it is one of the first animes I ever watched as a child, Dragon Ball. Now, Dragon Ball, before we go any further, a couple things. One, uh, it is a perverted sort of story, so with that in mind, things were very different. This book came out in 1984. Uh, Humor and comedy, it was very different in Japan back then, and what seems maybe normal to them is pretty perverted to us. So this one comes with a warning up front. If you have young kids, you may not want them to listen to this episode, Two. If you are interested in going further, please do continue at your own risk. Uh, It is a very sort of funny comedy that's full of action and adventure, but there will be many, many uh, shenanigans, schoolboy antics along the way, and we're going to talk about all those. Okay, so before we go any further, these are some of the new formats that I was talking about. Uh, number one, Dragon Ball Volume 1 was published by Akira Toriyama in 1984. In 1985, it appeared in the Shonen Jump magazine, the popular magazine that showcases manga in Japan that you can find worldwide. Uh, my favorite character in the Volume 1 is obviously Goku, just because he's so ridiculously naive, but also because he's powerful and pretty much the main character. Um, my favorite move in Volume 1 was Yamcha's Fist of the Wolf Fang, which Yamcha is a fellow character like Goku and other others, which we'll discuss here shortly, but basically this guy uses a technique that is a flurry of fists, it's very powerful, and actually manages to hurt Goku, which we'll soon see. Um, And then lastly, this book is loosely, of course, based on The Journey to the West, which I had my own little sort of special series about. Again, uh, just to recap that, I did not particularly enjoy that book series. It is very old, though. It is one of the oldest books in Western civilization that came from China. Um, It is pretty cool in that sense. Uh, However, where the similarities sort of are, are basically the main character of this series is about a boy who has a tail who's like the Monkey King, he's kind of devious, Um, he also carries a giant long staff and flies on a cloud, that's basically the only similarities, however, that was part of the inspiration for the story, the author directly hints at it throughout the series, um, and that's kind of important to know about, a little bit of a background, which I didn't know until recently. Uh, Again, I'm a little bit biased about this as well, because I grew up with this in my childhood, so of course I'm going to think it's one of the top-selling ones of all time. Okay, so let's get into it. Chapter 1, we meet a boy named Goku with a monkey tail who is living in the wilderness in what is presumed to be China. A teenager, Bulma, is looking for a treasure using a radar. Uh, Goku is actually hunting for his dinner when Bulma almost runs him over with a car. She is mad that he was in the way. Goku thinks she is a monster because he's actually never seen a car before. He wants to fight her with his pole, uh, but Bulma, feeling threatened, actually shoots some with a gun. Which that should normally be the end of the show. However, Goku manages to survive and feels like he got stung, uh, which only makes him angrier. But Bulma gets out of the car and apologizes, and of course, he has never seen Goku has never seen another fellow human being before. She quickly explains that she is a girl and he's perplexed by this, and she is also perplexed by him having a tail. Goku mentions that his dead grandfather told him to be nice to girls, so Goku offers her shelter since he did attack her car for tonight, and she agrees. Uh, Once he is home, Goku and Bulma spot the the sacred treasure the Dragon Ball. Goku says that this is his grandfather's last possession, and this is how he honors him. Bulma explains that she's actually searching for them, and if you gather all the Dragon Balls together, all the seven of them, you can make a wish. And Goku agrees to help her. In one of the first of many perverted scenes, uh, Goku wants the Dragon Ball, and she doesn't... Or Goku, Goku has the Dragon Ball, and Bulma wants to trade for it. Uh, Bulma offers uh, anything that she has ...for the Dragon Ball. And Goku's like, what do you mean? And she offers for him to touch her underwear. Which he says, no, why would I do that? Why would I want to touch your butt? Uh, again, naive sort of humor. Uh, but we'll, see, we'll soon see that that's pretty common throughout the series. Uh, Boma asks Goku to journey with her using the capsules to travel. Uh, Goku thinks that she's a witch when she uses one of these capsules to make a motorcycle... Uh, while on their way to stop and use the bathroom, they run into a monster that tries to eat them. And Goku, using his Kung Fu abilities, is able to save the day. In Chapter 2, Bulma uses her Hoi Poi capsules to create a lodge for them to stay. Goku is amazed by all the technology has never seen before, such as a television, uh, bedrooms, uh, you know, air conditioning, and of course baths. Bulma convinces him to take a bath as he's never had one in his entire life before. Uh, Bulma is surprised to learn while she was bathing Goku that he actually has a real tail. Uh, Goku, not understanding uh, what exactly a bath is and what privacy is, later sneaks up on her when she is bathing and sees that she has boobs. Of course, he does not know what this is and thinks that this is like her tail or his tail. It is like having a second butt, according to Goku. Um, again, she yells at him for this and catches him off guard. ...by the whole thing. Uh, Boma asks what happened to his parents... ...and Goku isn't sure. Um, she tells him that they are sleeping separately... ...which Goku is slightly disappointed by this... ...as he looked forward to being in the same bed... ...as another human being again... ...like he did when he was lying in bed with his grandfather. At one point, Goku can't sleep. He wakes up in the middle of the night... ...and curiosity gets the best of him. He This is, again, another perverted scene. He looks inside of her underwear... ...and sees that she does not have a penis... And he is genuinely surprised by this and disturbed. In Chapter 3, the next morning, Goku is working out when he picks up a rock that actually is a turtle. The turtle says he is lost and he's trying to get home, and Goku, being the hero that he is, offers to take him home. But Bulma disagrees as she does not want to waste time. However, she does give the turtle salt water. Uh, She decides to follow Goku on the way back. The three of them are stopped by a bandit bear. Uh, so it's a bear that's dressed like a bandit with a giant sword. Uh, he wants to eat the turtle, but Goku refuses, and he fights him and defeats him easily, using his kung fu. Uh, they finally make it to the beach, where the turtle offers Goku a reward, and he brings back an old man. In Chapter 4, the old man calls himself kame Senan. Uh, he offers a reward to Goku, an immortal phoenix. However, the immortal phoenix actually died. Uh, instead, he offers the Kinto-un, a magical cloud, the cloud that can take any person anywhere, but only if they're a pure of heart. Kame and Bulma fail to get on the cloud, but Goku, Goku actually ends up succeeding in this and is able to use the cloud to travel. Bulma also wants a reward for helping to rescue the turtle, but Kame agrees only if she shows her panties to him. She flashes him, but doesn't realize that Goku had taken off her panties while she was sleeping the other night. He then offers to give a Dragon Ball, which he accepts. They go back home, and Bulma changes clothes, only to realize what had happened. Bulma is so angry at Goku, she fires shots again at him. Uh, They keep looking for a Dragon Ball, and when they come across a random, abandoned village. In Chapter 5, Goku hears something coming from one of the houses inside the village, and he decides to break in. A man with an axe attacks him in self-defense. The axe breaks over Goku's head, and... This man calls him Oolong. Goku does not understand, and the villagers all come out of hiding. Goku is perplexed by a young girl. He decides to pat her, you know, not understanding that it's an inappropriate thing to do. Bulma again hits him on the head for this. The villager explains that a shape-shifting demon has been plaguing the town, and nobody has seen his true form. He kidnaps women from the village. One of the villagers has a dragon ball and agrees to give it to them if they rescue the women and defeat Oolong. Goku wants to fight Ulong, but Bulma convinces Goku to dress up like a girl so he can find the other women. Ulong shows up, but Bulma becomes smitten for him when he transforms into a handsome man. Meanwhile, Goku has to go to the bathroom and Ulong discovers he's been deceived. Their plan backfires, but now Goku is ready to fight Ulong. In chapter 6, Ulong runs away and turns into his true form, a pig. Oolong says to the viewers, breaking the third wall, that his power only lasts for five minutes at a time, and after that he'll need to recharge for at least a minute to change his power back. Oolong tries to scare Goku away with his magical abilities again, but it doesn't work. Oolong changes into a bat, and Goku chases him. Goku is able to catch him and and takes him back to the village and make him apologize to the villagers. They want their daughters back, and Ulong explains he kept looking for someone who would make him happy. All the other women wanted nothing but a luxurious lifestyle from him as he was extorting the other villagers. Uh, Boma thinks Oolong would be useful on their journey and says that he should come with. In chapter seven, Ulong tries to escape when he finds out that they are headed to Frypan Mountain. Boma catches him with her panties again. Uh, so she actually puts her panties on a fishing line and uses that to reel in oolong. Uh, they run out of gas while they're using this boat, and Boma accidentally loses her capsules and feels helpless. Uh, she has now tricked oolong into eating some sort of candy earlier, uh, and when she says the word suey, he has to go to the bathroom, therefore preventing him from escaping. After what walking seems like hours, they end up in a hot desert where they are being spied upon by the characters Yamcha and Puar, who are bandits in the abandoned desert fortress. In Chapter 8, Yamcha starts fighting Goku when he tries to rob him. Yamcha asks Goku where he got his staff, and he recognizes that it was from his, Goku's grandfather, Gohan, and so Yamcha recognizes that name as one of the most powerful martial artists in the world and is very wary of fighting Goku. Uh, Goku, however, is very tired and hungry, at which point Yamcha uses his fist of the wolf fang technique on Goku and actually manages to hurt him, uh, which is the first among all the villains he has fought so far. Bulma wakes up from a nap and surprises Yamcha. Yamcha is scared as he is afraid of women and decides to run away. In Chapter Nine, Ulong uses one of his capsules that is a tour bus. Goku catches Ulong up on the dragon, uh, or Goku catches Ulong up on the Dragon Ball collection. Bulma takes a shower, and Yamcha accidentally sees her naked. Uh, Yamcha overhears the conversation now about Dragon Balls. So he decides he's going to steal them so that he could wish he could talk to women. Ulong slips a pill to Goku and Bulma so he can do whatever he wants to them. Uh, in particular, Bulma. Uh, he goes upstairs, and while he's going upstairs to do some nasty things to Bulma, Poir actually turns into Goku and tries to go upstairs to find the Dragon Balls. Uh, so Poir and, and Oolong are pretending to be other people and run into each other. Uh, while everyone is distracted, Yamcha is actually also looking for Dragon Balls when he comes across Bulma. Again, he sees her naked and then can't stand it and runs away. Um, in chapter 10, Balma doesn't have any clothes on So Balma, since she doesn't have any clothes anymore Has to wear a bunny outfit That is the only thing that Ulong has for her to wear um, Yansha attacks the tour bus again with a rocket This time from afar Goku manages to fight him and win Because he's not hungry anymore Yansha gives up the fight when he loses a tooth He decides to keep following them, however in Chapter 11, they finally arrive at Frypan Mountain, only to discover that it is actually on fire. Uh, meanwhile, Yancho runs into a young girl in the forest who's being chased by dinosaurs. Uh, she actually attacks him as she uh, takes him correctly for a bandit. Uh, however, Yancho is more powerful and knocks her out. Uh, Goku uses this cloud to try and get closer to the mountain, to the top, but the flames are still too hot. Uh, They run into the mysterious person known as the Ox King. The Ox King uh, asks Goku where he got the cloud from, and it turns out that it was from his old master. Um, The Ox King asks where Kamei-Sanon is. And that is the end of Volume 1 of Dragon Ball. So what did I think? Well, again, I just want to reiterate a couple points. I loved it, thought it was awesome, like all my other manga I've been reading. Uh, Definitely high expectations, uh, definitely check out the TV show. It's available on Hulu right now, which is pretty cool. Um, but I'm sure you could also find clips on YouTube and any number of places. Um, what did I enjoy most was the humor. Um, again, pretty perverted sense of humor in this sort of series. But again, I like it. Um, it's just my type of personality. Um, I think it's hilarious. Uh, but I could definitely see how it would affect some people as they might find it inappropriate in today's sort of society. Um, it is not a very politically correct book, and it was written, you know, in 1984, so almost 40 years ago. And as a result of that, uh, there's a lot of things that are outdated in this book, so just keep that in mind. Uh, however, again, I do enjoy everything about it. Um, in particular, I enjoyed the action. As well, Um, like I said, the fight between Yamcha and Goku is one of the favorites that I've seen so far. Uh, We'll see if that continues. And last but not least, if you made it this far, I do want to warn you that Dragon Ball Volume 2 has been exceedingly difficult for me to find, although I am very hopeful that I will find it soon. Um, But I just wanted to give you all a heads up, it might be a while before I'm able to get to Volume 2, But I do plan on reading the whole series of everything, from Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, to Dragon Ball GT, and maybe even Dragon Ball Super as well. So, there's quite a bit out there, and the series has been pretty much ongoing since the start in 1984. So, I got a lot to read if I want to ever catch up. But anyway, that is all for today's episode. Again, if you enjoyed listening to today, be sure to tell a friend. Be sure to hit the like and subscribe button, and... uh, Thanks for uh, talking and listening to me. And I hope all of you have a good rest of your day.